go grab your copy of Tiger Beat with those JTT posters, because we're having some tool time, y'all. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Per. Now let's get to it. <laughs> Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of kateadoster.com, creator of the email marketing fairy template sets with every type of email situation kind of taken care of. We have an automation that you can set up for if you haven't emailed your list in a hot minute, how you can gracefully slide back in there. We talk about a really simple welcome series and funnel, which you can get your hands on too for just 36 little dollars, which honestly, I've been saying I'm gonna raise the price for a while. I really need to get around to it. It's gonna be 47 if I ever do. So head on over to thatemailmarketingfairy.com right now if you're struggling with what to write in your email list and especially for your weekly newsletters because we've got 25 of those that are really just kind of cut and paste Mad Lib style. So that way you can start communicating with the most important people in your business, the people who love you enough to give you their email address. <laughs> now guys, on to today's episode, which is really keep on going with our theme. So if you guys listened to episode number 88, what I have planned for May and June, really a lot of it was about simplifying my business, sort of embracing allowing to stuff to be easy. And we're going to talk about that in a second and really setting up some automations and some systems and processes in my business. So I can take it easy this summer. And honestly, so that way the content that I am creating for you guys, the products that I'm putting out, the launches that I have, all those stuff, I can pour into it so much more because I'm not worried about this little nitpicky stuff in the background, which means you guys are going to get better results, which means your family is going to have a better time, which means the people who follow you are going to be able to catch up on that energy. And it's just this huge, amazing ripple effect that we are achieving by just embracing simple and just getting something done, which was one of the core messages that we talked about in last week's episode, episode 90, where I gave you guys a free lesson from ditch the itch, propel your list and get rich, which went over huge. I got a lot of messages in the DMs about how much you love that. A lot of people actually went on to buy the full course, which is only 77 bucks. You can go to katedoster.com forward slash ditch to get your hands on the 12 day audio bootcamp. And there's some handouts. It's like, Oh, it's one of my favorite courses because it develops sort of everything that we talk about here on this podcast and it just goes even further. So it talks about copywriting, sales mindset. It talks about getting things done, about creating compelling offers, how to actually explain it in a way that you're excited about, that people can realize, hey, I need this. Because ultimately sales is just giving people information in a way that helps them make the best decision for them and their business and their lives, okay? So it's just, oh, I love that course. Even just thinking about it, you can feel the energy. So thank you guys for all the amazing words about that. And today I told you we were going to talk about tools and we most definitely are because I feel that honestly, like I'm just going to be real with you guys because we're friends. So I can, I have a huge tendency to overcomplicate things to like the nth degree. And we talk more about this and ditch the itch as well. And it's like, I really needed to sort of step back and be like, why wasn't I just letting things be simple? And I don't want to say this doesn't have to do with the fellas, but I find primarily with females in particular, when something comes easy to us, we almost feel like we're cheating and we feel guilty. So we have to make things overcomplicated. And that's how I feel that I was really utilizing systems and tools before. I'd be like, oh, like I need to have this process and this, and I need to check this box and this, and this, this, and this. And oh, I can't do a, you know, a podcast because I don't have a content upgrade. I can't do the content upgrade because I want to switch email service providers, but like people aren't doing my welcome series. And I would just like make up this huge, big, long, ultimately story in my head. And I just wouldn't hit 
record, which means I wouldn't get to you guys, which means I couldn't help you guys out, which means you could have been suffering or honestly listening to more dangerous advice that it wasn't going to work for you in the first place because you kind of just, you're a different kind of breed. Like, that's just us. We're weirdos. We're weirdos amongst the weirdos. That's us. That's Inbox Besties. And so... That's really the first thing that I want to talk about here before I just sort of tell you all the tools and systems that I'm really incorporating deeper into my business and just sort of bringing it on is that you are allowed to let things be simple. You are allowed to get money for things that come easy to you. I cannot tell you how long I tortured myself selling things that were so hard for me to create, even though I was good at it. It was that whole like good versus great versus zone of excellency thing because I felt bad like, oh, like just, you know, helping people like feel good and really getting their message out there. Like, oh, like I gotta be able to do this, this, and this. Like, that's not what this is about. You have full and utter permission to make money off of something that comes easily to you and not feel bad. And if you do feel bad, Y'all need to work on it. You just, you need to. So for you, your tool might honestly just be a piece of paper and a notebook for right now. But let's talk about some more sort of online toolsy sort of things as well. But before we do, let's go ahead and give a shout out to Janetta, who left us a rating and review over here on iTunes. Remember, guys, for the months of May, June, July, and August, I'm giving away a $25 gift card to Amazon. So all you need to do to be entered to win all four of those drawings is leave a rating and review anytime between now and then and you'll be entered to win so like Janetta over here if she did not win for May she will be entered to win to the next month to the next month to the next month and no I don't have to read yours on the air in order to qualify it's any rating or review will qualify you for the gift card giveaway so let's go ahead and talk about the eight-ish tools that I'm really sort of leaning into in my business that are helping with automation and all of that juicy goodness and things to just kind of work behind the scenes. So the reason why I say eight-ish is I am going to mention some alternatives that I've used in the past and things that I'm thinking about incorporating and all of that juicy goodness. But there are links to everything down here in the show notes. And if you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash 91, there's going to be a blog post version of this as well, if that works a little bit easier for you than the show notes. So I really try to slim this down as much as possible, but I'm just like, oh, and this, and this. And I'm like, oh man, like how you a lot of stuff. So let's go ahead and dive in. This number one should be no shocker to anyone if you've been following me for more than five minutes. And that is Trello. So Trello is the project management app that I use. It's actually the way I communicate with my team because you can tag people. So I don't need to have something like Slack or Voxer, which is a voice recording app that I used to use for my coaching clients and still do when I take one-on-one clients, which is going to be coming back after the summer. I did shut down the difference maker for the summer because I just, I want to relax a little bit in the summer, but I do have people reaching out for one-on-one coaching. I'll let y'all know when it re-ups. There is a wait list, but get on there because you never know, you could skip ahead. So we use Trello for pretty much everything. We can create lists and cars and boards and organize big projects. Back in May of this year, so 2019, if you're listening to Real Time, there's this little thing called Trello Ageden where they kind of slice and dice the free plan and really were pushing people towards the big business plan. For the way that I use Trello and the way a lot of you guys use Trello, especially as solopreneurs who maybe have like one freelancer that kind of helps them out. It's not too big of a deal, but someone who has a huge team, it could end up costing them lots and lots of money um, if they weren't grandfathered. And I was grandfathered into most of the features that I've already used. So I still use and love Trello. We keep it for organization. Like I said, communicating with my team, giving them assignments, keeping my own self assigned. Like I have it send me little reminders like, hey, you said you were doing this today. Did you do it? It's like, oh, Trello, you're like my little business mom. So 
The other sort of tool that I use to kind of keep myself organized in that sort of way, and we've talked about this previously, is I am a big fan of Google Calendar. I cannot do like calendar blocking. That's when like, you're like, okay, from like one to five, I'm doing this. And from three to two, this is happening. I can't, I can't get that micro. Like it just, it does not work with my flow of things, but I do love that. I use it as part of G Suite. Um, that's like the Gmail. So that way I don't have to have like that hideous um, email background that you get from your email service provider, excuse me, from your hostings provider. Not a fan of those. So I use the Gmail, Calendar. I mean, we use Sheets and Docs and Google Drive a lot as well. Um, but we've talked about that in previous episodes, like when I was planning my launch, we really talked about how we utilize those sorts of things. So I don't know if it's an automation, but it is a big collab tool. So like for this podcast, for example, we probably should have done this a while ago, but we actually started a spreadsheet that has every episode with a direct link to the blog post, what we're talking about. So that way it's easy to reference and tell you guys some of the great stuff that's in the archive, because that's really important that you're listening to episodes that I think are very relevant to help you even more get the results that you want, right? So that one I didn't really include in the list, but it is technically like in there and I do use it to run my business as the whole G Suite products. I went ahead and if you're interested in it, I put a couple of discount codes that I have for it. So I think I put like five, I gave them to put in the show notes. So you can go ahead and click on those. I think it's like an additional 15% off. So it's like five bucks a month as opposed to like 650 a month to run it. But it's a, it's a great use of your $6 regardless. So the second one, and I was debating about putting this one on here because it's like, it's this automation, it's not automation, but I can schedule stuff and it prints things into iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify for me. So yes, it is. And I, of course, I'm talking about my podcast hosting, which is Podbean. So my podcast, as you guys know, it's usually my main form of content. Occasionally, I'll pump out an actual blog post or two, but really, it is the podcast where I'm weekly showing up here to talk to you guys. Why I love Podbean, like I said, is it'll push it out to all those platforms. What up, my Spotify people? We've been blowing up on Spotify lately. So it does that for me automatically. But as you guys know from episode number 71, which we'll put a link to in the show notes, steal my process for cranking out value-soaked content like a champ. I like to really batch record these episodes. And so either myself or someone, if I have them helping me, we can go in and record you know, put schedule in all of June's and then I'll just automatically send it out on Wednesdays to you guys at 4.44 a.m. Eastern Standard because I thought that that was really fun. And that's why I consider it kind of an automation tool because I don't have to like submit things to directories. That's like what iTunes is called. So I love me some Podbean. You can head on over to katedoster.com forward slash Podbean. If you're interested, they do have a free account. It is pretty limited, but if you just kind of want to like test the waters and see how everything goes, it's good. And then after that, I think I'm on the plan where it's like, I want to say it's like $7.99 a month because I pay annually. could be $9.99, but I mean, it's very like in level with like what you'll pay for other platforms. I actually think it's a little bit cheaper and I love its new analytics. So Podbean, the way to go if you want to do your podcast. So the other one, and this is, I was kind of debating it and this is why it was almost going to be seven tools. And that is Acutia Scheduling. So Acutia Scheduling, I do use, I do like its automated features, how it'll send reminders to people. I can have it hook up to my Zoom. So Zoom is what I use to host all of like my coaching calls and things like that. The reason why I was like, I don't know if I wanna put this in there is really where Acutium stems from a lot of the time now is when I'm in the season of batch recording my interviews for this podcast or like when I have one-on-one clients. So though when I have one-on-one clients, I will, you know, sometimes I'll have like sales calls, which are very rare because most people, they kind of know they want to work with me. It's just me vetting with them. So I don't really need the scheduling software for that per se. So it's kind of like it's there and in seasons, like I definitely need it when it's like batch recording interviews because I'll schedule out two days throughout the year or two weeks rather throughout the year 
Well, I'll try to bang out all of my guest episodes at once. And then I sprinkle those throughout the year where it makes sense for you guys. So Acutia Scheduler is the one that I use. Calmly is another one that I've heard of. Um, I've played around with it a little bit. They're very comparable. So again, you can go and get a free trial. No credit card needed for Acutia. KateDosser.com forward slash Acutia. There's a link there in the show notes. <laughs> Number four. And four, five, and six kind of all tail together because I get asked this a lot. And I was thinking of making it a separate podcast episode, but it was what I use to host my court pop, my course platforms. How do I deliver my stuff? <laughs> How do I get this money? Like what's going on? How does Kate actually get her cash? So I use Thrivecart as my payment processor. And it also takes care of my affiliate tracking and affiliate payments. So for trolling for traffic and email marketing fairy, once you buy those courses, I do give you the um, privilege because it really is a privilege to be able to promote those to your audiences and get compensated. And Thrivecart will be able to track your people, track if you make sales. And I have it set up where it just automatically pays my affiliates like 14 days later. So it's really, really hands off. Those are honestly my favorite payments to see go through. It's like, ooh, I just paid Tara some dollars. What, what? I'm so excited because I, I just love how you guys make money. I'm like addicted to that. So I absolutely love Thrivecart. Its analytics are going well. It is a one-time payment still. They keep on saying like, oh, next month it's gonna go monthly and next month it's gonna go monthly. I don't know when it's gonna go monthly, but I will tell you that I paid, it was 500, now I think it's 600 because it was a year and a half ago that I got Thrivecart, almost about two years. So it has gone up slightly, but you can head on over to katedosser.com forward slash Thrivecart if that's something that you're interested in. I do offer a bonus for people if they buy through me, then I will actually sit down and have a, 30, it's supposed to be 30, it usually goes about 45 minute consultation with you to talk about Thrivecart, how we can put it in your business and to make sure that you're making the most of it. So the thing with Thrivecart and how I stumbled upon Thrivecart is it will not say if you have courses, it's not gonna like deliver the course for you. It's not comparable to Teachable or Thinkific. It is literally just a payment processor. Granted, it will talk to your email service provider so you can have your paid product say in an email, but it's not like it's gonna store videos for you. What I have to sort of like store videos and like keep all that content like protected so people can't get into it is actually Access Ally. And Access Ally is the reason why I had to get Thrivecart because Access Ally at the time, this was like two-ish years ago, it was having a lot of problems. It came with its own payment processor. People on my website, and they claimed it was just me, but I'm like, it can't just be just me. People could not pay me on mobile with PayPal. And that is a huge, huge problem because people love to be able to on their phone, not have to go find and get their credit card, but just hit a button and pay. And so like I was freaking out because it was in the middle of a beta launch that I was doing. It was a huge launch. It was one of the biggest launches I had ever done. And I had all of these people send me emails. I can't get in because I can't pay you. I can't get in because I can't pay you. I was like, what? And so that's when I went to Thrivecart. Now I've been told that Access Alley has since grown and they've gotten rid of all these glitches. And now they offer like affiliates, which they didn't have before. And they really sort of come into their own as almost like a course platform, but you host it on your own WordPress website. I will be completely and utterly transparent with you guys. I bought it because I loved the fact that one, it had a payment processor attached and two years ago, I didn't have a payment processor. And two, I loved how if people you know, didn't have a freebie or didn't have a course, when they went to log into my membership area, they could see stuff grayed out, they'd click on it, they'd upgrade to buy, all that nuts. And I liked not having to pay you know, Teachable or Thinkific or Podia as we'll talk about in a second. I liked not having to pay them like, a part of my sale every time. I was a little bit cheaper. I wanted to keep it all in house. So I really loved that aspect of it. I will say though that 
they have added so many features that I don't use that I don't think that I'm going to continue with Access Ally. My contract with them is up next March. So I do think that I'm actually going to be switching over probably to Podia. Podia is the equivalent of like Teachable and Thinkific, but they are cheaper and they give you more options. And they'll let me bring over Thrivecart, which I'm super excited about. So I don't really have to change too much for my affiliates and all that sort of stuff. So it's a cleaner move. Um, the reason why I'm thinking of doing that is just because we are getting so many more students, which I love. And even though I have really solid hosting, I use SiteGround, which I'll put a link to in below for SiteGround. With SiteGround, definitely buy the biggest package for the, <laughs> for the longest time that you can to lock in the savings. Um, I just, there was a lot of like glitches because like Thrivecart talks to Access Ally and it talks to Active Campaign, which is the other tool that I wanted to tell you about that I use for an email service provider. And like if Active Campaign goes down like it had for like two days, it was affecting people, or twice actually in the last couple of months, it was affecting people being able to be added to my Access Ally to actually get their products. And I really treat you guys as like your VIPs because you are my VIPs. Obviously it goes my family, my kids, my friends, and then you guys, well, the kids are probably the top of the list. And so it wasn't a good UI experience for people and I was really upset. So that's why my hat, I'm still debating if I wanna switch over to something like Podia. I really like the company. I like the way they stand for, I like the way they run their business. Or if I want to just look for um, a more economical, I guess we'll be straight up honest, um, course platform, like for a course plugin on WordPress, because like, you know, there's um, Member Mouse and all those other stuff. I think that one's really expensive as well. But like, I didn't need all the bells and whistles and Access Ally anymore because I have Thrivecart. So it's like, why am I paying like hundreds of hundreds of dollars? I don't say what I'm paying because it's cheaper than what is listed now, but it's still north of $500 a, a year for something that I could honestly get all the functionality for like 150, like it made no sense. So that's just that. But I did, like I said, it was great at the time. Great when I needed it. Same kind of thing with active campaign. I wanted access ally as my course plugin. So I had to have active campaign as my email service provider. So at the time, Access Alley didn't go with ConvertKit, so I had to drop ConvertKit, and I was actually really sad. Now, again, this is like two years later, so that's why it's always nice to keep updated on your tools. I can now have ConvertKit with Access Alley, but before it was, you could only have Entreport, Infusionsoft, or Active Campaign, and Active Campaign was by far the cheapest. <laughs> so I went with Active Campaign. So that's why my email service provider isn't um, convert kit. A lot of people are like, well, why don't you use it? Well, that was why, because it was so integrated into Access Ally, into Thrivecart. When I was told that I wanted to migrate over, I was told basically like, you're kind of stuck where you're at. So that was a whole nother connotation. So I guess if you're wondering like, well, where do I think that I'm going to be heading with this? I am looking at other course platforms, um, both self-hosted, so like WordPress plugins. We're looking at a couple of myself and my team. And primarily I am leaning towards Podia, which is what's considered a third party. So they'd be the equivalent of like a Teachable or a Thinkific. Cause again, I like the team over there. So I'll let you guys know when I decide to switch and what's going on, but I'm 98% sure we are gonna be moving away from Access Ally. Nothing bad to them. Cause I love that team. They're very nice. It's just, again, I'd rather spend that $500 on fun stuff for you guys. Like just straight up honest. 
So the last tool that I want to talk about, and this is the newest tools in my arsenal, but it's not the like the newest thing that I've had in my business, is countdown timers, in particular, deadline funnel. So I used to use Countdown Monkey, which has since morphed into Conversion Gorilla. We'll put Conversion Gorillas down below here to be able to, on my thank you pages, take away discounts on my offer. So you guys know when you sign up for my list, you can get a slight discount on Email Marketing Fairy and on Trailing for Traffic if you purchase, you take the Action Takers discount of within the first, I think it was like 15 or 20 minutes. So I used to use Countdown Monkey for that. And what it did is it took it away. So once people, the timer ran out, people couldn't get back to that page. So I really, really like that. However, I have been playing around with the idea of, you know, like for love your list, maybe I want to, you know, have more of an open close scenario where I don't have like huge launches because I had nothing against me. Like we're definitely going to have a bigger launch in September because I feel like that's a great time to really sort of bunker down with your email marketing. It still gives you plenty of time to work up a relationship with your list before Black Friday, which is huge. So, and Cyber Monday. But I'm like, it's kind of crappy of me that I'm not letting people in love your list when they like need it if it's like not September or March. Like uh, that's kind of a jerk move. But because it is such a long, a larger investment, if I just have it open all the time, I feel like people will just be like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then they never will. So I really did like the ability with deadline funnels to have open closed carts based on when people signed up for my list. And again, it's not fair if you sign up for my list in April right after I shut the doors. Now you've got to wait for like six months. Like that's not fair. So that's why I've been leaning towards deadline funnels a little bit more. And I like the deadline funnels. Honestly, I went with them because I like being able to have countdown timers in my emails. I actually switched to them mid launch of Love Your List when Love Your List was live back in March. And I really, really liked it. I liked being able to people to actually have the countdown timer to say expired. I will say if you're looking for a free alternative, you can use Motion Mail, but like Motion Mail app, which we'll put down below, it's free, but like it won't sync to your sales page. I liked everything being able to sync, to be actionable, to track people. And so that way there was never any type of confusion. Okay, so that's the reason why I went with that. And I'm really looking forward to that. I've actually been talking to Jack a little bit. He is the creator of Deadline Funnels. And we're going to have him as an interview on the show as well. So we can talk about it. But again, and I was debating about putting this in here, but I do think that's important. Timers should not be the only thing that you are using to sell your product. Timers are what we call salt. Your main dish needs to be your offer, just like your French fries. And you just sprinkle on the salt just to make them extra good. That's the same thing that you do with a countdown timer. So just full transparency there. I think they have a time and a place, but you can't rely on them to do the heavy lifting. You and your copy need to do your heavy lifting. So that is it, guys. That is sort of my eight-ish, ten-ish tools. Oh, no, we've got one more. One more. How could I forget this one? Oh, my goodness. So silly me. So if you listen to episode number 76, Skyrocketing Your Traffic with Viral Content and Pinterest with Elena from Twins Mommy, then you kind of know where this one's going. And this is Tailwind. So Tailwind app is what I use to schedule out pins on Pinterest because Pinterest loves it when you are what's called an active pinner, meaning you're pinning, you know, several times a day. Okay. So the reason why I like Tailwind, and that's one of those, you can go to katedoster.com forward slash Tailwind to get a free month, where if you don't use it, you kind of like 
get mad when you have to pay for it <laughs> in the month. So it's like, oh man, that was like $119. But if you utilize it, it's so unbelievably worth it. So I use Tailwind because say like this particular episode, I'll create a pin for it. And I have like my own board and I have some email marketing specific boards that I put it out to. I don't want to right after this episode goes live that first day, pin it five times to those five boards like right in a row. And then that's it because then the content dies. And Pinterest doesn't even like that. They consider it a little bit spammy. So with Tailwind, they have this feature where you can actually set like a time period in between. So I have what's called a list and it has all of the group boards that I'm a part of. So when I create a pin for this episode, I can have it where like the first day this goes live, we'll just say this is going live on the 22nd, which it is. I can have it pinned to one group board on the 22nd, one the 23rd, the 24th, so on and so forth. And with my pins, like Elena suggests, and episode number 76. Again, there's a link in the show notes so that way you can listen to it. She actually suggests creating multiple pins. So myself or someone on my team, we use Canva. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. That's just for graphic design stuff. It's free and paid. We use the free version where I'll create like four more pins to go in that blog post. So say, we'll just say for math six, because it's easier to say, I have 30 group boards on that list. I have, you know, the pin going out for this episode from, you know, May 1st to May 30th. Well, then I can have the second pin that I created for this episode go out on that very first group board that went out on say May 1st on June 1st. And it's a new pin, a new headline, but it's still going to this content. So it's making sure that I am constantly getting in front of new eyeballs with old, old, in quotation marks, content. It has been huge. And so Tailwind is like $15 a month, or you can do what I pay, which is pay annually, and you get a little bit of a discount. I think it ends up being like $119 for the year. I just want to make sure that I clear that up because I think that I kind of misspoke and it made you think that like every month it was $119. It's not. It's either $15 bucks or you pay once a year at the $119 level. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.